I was coming to find you. Here I am. You haven't done much packing. She says we can't go. Be quiet. What is this? I'm not going. What are you talking about? I'm staying. But it's it's not safe. I know all that. I can't be here. You said it yourself. It's all come undone. There's an Imperial barracks on Rick's Road. Good luck to them. You want to live under that? It's happening everywhere. Well, we'll find a place they haven't ruined yet. I'm already there. That place is in my head. They can build as many barracks as they like. They'll never find me. What's left to keep you here? The rebellion. Love on the rocks, ain't no surprise. Just pour me a drink and I'll tell you some lies. Got nothing to lose, so you just sing the blues all the time. I'm gonna keep going. Gave you my heart and I gave you my soul. You left me alone here with nothing to hold. Yesterday's gone. Now all I want is a smile. First they say they want you here, they really need you. Suddenly you find you're out there walking in the storm when they know. Okay, I'm all done, I'm all done, I'm all done. Welcome back. Wookies and gentlemen, droids and girls, children of all ages, this is the Mandalorian Man. Presents Andor with Candor. And today, I'm here to talk to you about today's episode of Andor that dropped on the Disney Plus. Episode 7, Announcement. 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 For some reason, I start every episode, if this is the first time you've you've reached this show, uh, I, I start every episode of Andor with Candor uh, singing Neil Diamond. I don't know why it happens. I don't know how it started. And I just can't stop. Now I'm looking like, wait, which songs have I done? Which songs are left? Uh, there's millions of songs, so we're never going to run out of them. Um, and yes, you're going to hear another one next week, whether you want to or not. I'm not even giving you the option of A, not downloading the show, B, not hitting play, and C, not skipping through the, the, the Neil Diamond. You, I'm demanding that you do all three. Uh, whew, it's been... It's been a week. Uh, a week ago at this time, I was still in Florida. Still with my mother-in-law. Um, but it was, when did the, I did the show on Friday, right? I think I put the episode out on Friday because I got home Thursday night. So um, yeah, my God, oh, a week went by quick. Tomorrow at this time will be the day I came home. I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's just like days Go passing into years and years. Go passing day by day. Great. Now I'm singing Muppets Take Manhattan. Okay. Uh, please don't get me started there. I I could sing the whole soundtrack. I own that that soundtrack on cassette as a child. So I'm here. But I'm not here to talk about Muppets. I'm not here to talk about Florida anymore. And I'm not here to talk about Neil Diamond. I'm here to talk about Andor with a Sprite Zero Sugar. 
Sprite Zero Sugar. It's like Sprite, but with no sugar. Um, they're not a sponsor, but if you, any of you out there are representative of uh, Sprite or the Coca-Cola company and would like to sponsor the show, uh, please uh, follow, please email uh, Mandalorian at fansonexperts.com because this is a show that started off as just a Mandalorian show, but now it's kind of evolved into uh, a, a Star Wars live action show um, that also focuses at heart with the Mandalorian. But let's get right into the announcement. Now, I thought that this would be the beginning of kind of Act 3. Like the first three was Act 1. The second three seemed like an Act 2. Now we're in the beginning of Act 3. Maybe, maybe. But at the same time, I also feel like this episode brought us, like, propelled us very far. It brought us to different parts of the galaxy, all within one episode that was, like, less than 50 minutes when you take into account the previews and the end credits uh, announcement. And we, we know what uh, the announcement was. We know what that means. It comes up in the episode. I took no notes. I took no notes. This is a no-note podcast. No notes anymore. I tried notes. I've done notes. And I do other podcasts with copious, copious notes. But um, this, this, this podcast forevermore will be note-free that being said, I do have the episode playing on mute to remind me kind of what's going on here. Uh, it opens up with with Sad Cyril, who I thought was going to be like my favorite character on the show. And kind of like I love this guy. I feel bad for him. I also fear him. I also uh, don't know if I like him, but also love him. It's just it's it's all over the place. And he, of course, is still living with his mom, still having cereal with his blue milk. And it seems like today's the big day that his uncle is getting him a job with the Bureau of Standards, which seems boring. And it seems like his job is boring and just like data analyst. We, 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 I'm getting ahead of myself, but I was sitting there thinking, watching it going, I don't know if I would mind that. Just doing mindless stuff all day until the end of the day, and then you're free to go. I assume that's that's what, what goes on with him. And, but even with, you know, him getting ready to work, work get a job that through his uncle, his mom is like, she's a real bee. She's a space bee, if you know what I mean. Like she's, what's this suit? Oh, you're going to comment about my suit? The collar is too high. What does that mean? That means you're, you're trying too hard. Because remember, when he was with the space police, he got, the, he got his uniform like specifically tailored uh, to look a little better, and he seems like he does care about appearance, uh, very much so, because he he did a little something with the collar to uh, enhance the look. But he is not um, he's not he's not happy. You could just see the guy's depressed. And while he's kind of eating his cereal, his Cyril's cereal, Cyril's cereal. Now with now it really sogs up the. Uh, Blue milk sogs up. That's not soaks up the blue milk. He sees a report on TV, on because I, I I on space TV. You know what I mean? On uh, probably the Empire, um, you know, cable network uh, that is um, talking about the terrorist attack 
and multiple fatalities reported in the robbery. And the mother's like, oh, I saw them. You know, of course, you know, I heard you didn't hear about it. Oh, it's been all over the news. Yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, they'll, they'll catch them. They'll catch those people. And you see him looking like, hmm. And I don't know if he's trying to make a connection, thinking, I wonder if this has anything to do with the people who escaped um, from Ferrix. I don't know. But you can see that kind of piqued his interest. Over on the Empire side of things, uh, they are like ready to lock their crap down. They brought like another dude in to lecture all the people that we've seen, the, the security agents, I don't know what to call them, um, that they are, uh, they're like, we're, we're not taking any guff anymore. I know he didn't say that, but they're chained, they are, they're going to, anybody who has anything to do with the empire, with, with the separatists and the, um, the terrorists and the, the, the thieves, um, will be dealt with harshly, they said. If anyone's harboring them, you raise their taxes. Um, if, if anyone is, any crime that is seen as against the empire, stricter sentences, more, um, you're just a, a harder fist, a harder grip. How does the empire rule and how do they keep, um, and the guy said, yeah, he talked to Palpatine. I was like, oh crap, are we going to get Palpatine in this one? I, you know, it is that time. Uh, Palpy's out there, Vader's out there. Uh, you never know. You never, ever know. But, um, he said, you know, they're, we're taking this very seriously and we're locking everything down. And of course you hear about harsher sentences and that comes into play a little later or much later. Uh, but it will, it should be interesting, uh, to see. And at the same time, while this is going on now, again, I'm terrible with names. So, uh, Lady Empire, Lady Empire. That sounds like a 1970s, like, uh, it's a song by Kansas. And going down with the Lady Empire to the rock and roll empire show. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. This sprite's going right. I, I don't know if there's zero sugar or not, but she is part of the empire. I thought early on maybe she would be showing as part of the separatists, part of the uh, the rebels. But she seems to be empire through and through. And yet there is a line kind of being drawn with these empire folks where you kind of find yourself rooting for her, even though she is part of this group that we have been taught to hate, that we have been taught to, um, well, I shouldn't say hate, but taught to rebel against, taught to mistrust, taught to uh, fight against. She is, for, you know, I would say our entire lives. I mean, since I was, you know, one years old, the, the empire was, uh, was evil, um, you know, 77. So now you find this woman who's trying, like she's almost doing, um, like analytical investigation, trying to find, trying to read all this data to figure out things, trying to say, I need to find this. You, you get me this report. Give me that report. I need to cross-reference this with that and make it, you know, do it on the down low. She tells this guy. Um, so, but it's like, I thought she was trying to get secrets to these people. It doesn't seem like that's the case. What it does seem, well, 
what it seems like is she's just damn good at her job. And at the same time, even though her job is to catch the people we're rooting for, it's a weird thing because I'm kind of rooting for her against some of the other people. Uh, but again, that'll come up. That'll come up a little later. Uh, so after that meeting, we cut over to, is it Coruscant? Coruscant? That's where, that's where Stellan Skarsgård has his antique shop and Mon Mothma comes in. She's like, um, my husband didn't like this. We, can we try something else? Let's leave the driver outside here. And they go in and they're all smiles, but they're really talking about what happened. She's like, Did, was that you? She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she was pissed that he went ahead with this robbery and it, she knows it was him. He's like, look, you were going to get your hands dirty. Now you knew that was going to happen. I'm going to try to do a, a space. I can't do it. But he says, you know, this is um, basically what he's saying is um, you have to put your conscience aside because this is the reality of what we're dealing with. We need to be funded. We need it now. Uh, and that's what they did. And she was not happy about it. You know, she was not happy that it's kind of uh, really put the, the empire on panic mode. And he says, good, that's what we want. We want them to be scared. We don't want them to be uh, to be out on their own. We don't want them to be, um, you know, we want them to know we're here, a pronouncement. Is that what she said? He goes, was it her or him that said, this is an announcement? I already forgot. But the, the announcement is, oh, it was neither of them. I remember now. But anyway, um, she's not happy that the Empire is going to be on high alert now. And he's like, look, lady, look, Mon. That's her name. I thought Mon was a title or Mothma was a title, but it seems like that's just her name. Mone, Mone. Uh, but he's like, that's this is how it's going to be. This is kind of the, the price of the rebellion. And the other, the lady, the young lady or younger lady or whatever, the one who works with Stellan Skarsgård, I don't know her name, uh, but she was listening in on that conversation, you know, and I was like, hmm, we can we can trust her, right? I believe we can trust her. Uh, and before we, we follow her, we actually go back to Cyril, who is at his plate, wherever this place is, this cubicle farm. And I was like, oh, my God, just you, you get your own cubicle. That is so nice. I've been working at my kitchen table for three years. Oh, look at that cubicle. There's so much space. Looks like your chair reclines. Oh, that's so wonderful. But he tells the guy flat out. Um, he goes, oh, you worked here? He goes, yes. Uh, there were rebels. Two men died. I was trying to do my job. I was trying to do this right. Um, I'm working. I want to work to uh, clear my name. He goes, well, why don't we fix that right now? And he like kind of just writes a little thing. We can clear this up right now, and we have an opening for you right here. Here's your cubicle. We cut back over to, we see uh, someone walking um, through the downtown area of Coruscant. Coruscant? Are we at Coruscant? So, I don't know. But it is um, the woman who works with Stalin Skarsgård. She meets up with Val, who uh, we... Well, actually, we don't see her yet. We see her meet, going to meet someone. Um, at the same time, I don't remember her name, the other woman who worked with Val, she is still on the planet where they did the robbery. 
She has a speeder bike, but it's like a cool one, almost like a jet ski, stand-up jet ski that she had stashed. And while she's there ready to still make her escape, doing keeping up with her part of the plan, we see the big Empire cruiser thingamajigama. Um, it's like probably a really expensive Lego set. What are those things called? The 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 cruise, you know, the, the the first thing you ever see in Star Wars when they when they show them chasing down Princess Leia's ship, Star Destroyer is that what it's called? I I didn't look it up. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. Um, but we see that in the planet, and it shows. I thought, oh my god, is that the is that the Emperor? Is he visiting? Ooh, but they don't show that anywhere. But it just shows the Empire means business, and they are they are checking in on things. Now that woman, we see. Her meet with Val, the woman who works with Stellan Skarsgård. She goes, she meets with Val. She's like, you know, um, thank you for your for the for your effort. She's like, the money's safe. Yeah, we already know, we already have it. Um, and she says, uh, the uh, oh, she was like, you know, where's this woman? Oh, she's doing her job. That was the one with the jet ski. She goes, people die. She goes, that's what happens in rebellion, you know. Um, I, I had my issue. I had my worries about that guy Skeef. Is it Skeef? But you know, you live and you learn. Basically, she doesn't care that everyone died. She doesn't care about any of them. In fact, she tells Val, "Look, you have a new job. Uh, that guy Clem, his name is Cassian Andor, and he saw Stellan Skarsgård. I don't remember his name, Luca, Luen, Luen, uh, and that can't be. Like you have to tie up every loose end. So now, she's been given the mission to go." kill Cassie and Andor. And you're like, what? What? So she's not done yet. Uh, and now she's been given a mission. A mission. A mission to kill Andor. And by the way, where the hell is Andor? We haven't even seen him until about... Uh, wait, did we really not see him until 15 minutes into the show? Yeah, pretty kind of cool, actually. You know, he's he's the namesake, but there's a lot of characters here in this show. And we see him back. He gets back to uh, see his mom, his his uh, Marva, I want to say, and his his robot with the one with the stutter. It's a, 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 a Cassian, and she's like, he's like, listen, I have enough credits to get us off this planet. She's like, oh, that's 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 great, that's great. Where have you been? He's like, it's not safe here anymore. Um, she was saying, like, you know, the Empire's here. They took over a hotel. They 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 they've. Since you you caused all this ruckus, a bit of a ruckus, uh, that it's been kind of bad here. And didn't you? She goes, somebody turned me in. He goes, you didn't know? Tim did. And they killed him uh, in in the ruckus. He's like, oh, I did not know that. Um, but she's like, look. He goes, we can leave right now. She's like, I'm tired. He goes, I forgot. You're old. <laughs> Go to sleep. We'll leave in the morning. She's like, yeah, yeah. That sounds good, but I mean, come on. Anyone with ears could tell that she was kind of hesitant about the the thought of leaving. We cut over to the Mothma residence, uh, and they're having a big, giant dinner party where everyone dresses like they're, you know, in ancient Rome or something. And she meets up with an old space high school friend. Um, I'm going to say he was like the captain of the space football team. And they were uh, homecoming, space homecoming, king and queen. Just a guess. And they're small talk. And she's like, you know, I thought maybe you could help me with something. He goes, I don't know if that's a good idea. I um, I don't want to say, but not, not everybody agrees with the Empire and their ways. And 
he thinks she's going to ask him to work for the Empire. And she's like, she's secretly like, oh, baby, I got one. I got a big one on the hook. So she's like, look, um, it's not the, 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 the face. The facade that you see is all a lie. Um, and all these little endeavors that I do to uh, raise money, it's for something else. I'm going to I'm going to uh, put something uh, put together a, a kind of a fake uh, philanthropy, philanthropist, whatever. You know what I mean? A fake charity type thing. I think this is what it was said. A fake charity type thing, uh, and I want you to be the chair of it, and um, you can you can be my point person to raise money. She said, "He's like for what?" She says, "I'm not. Gonna, I can't tell you that. The less you know, the better." Um, keep smiling, and then she gets up and leaves. But I think we can trust this dude. But what if he was playing her? You never know. So Ander goes back to to see Bix. Uh, we haven't seen her since. The third episode, so it's been a few weeks, uh, and she looks a little worse for her wear. She got a little beat up uh, in all the ruckus that was going on. He's like, what happened? She's like, what the hell do you think happened? You shouldn't even be here. Any, everyone here blames you for this. Anyone could turn you in. He's like, but your boyfriend lied to me. You know, like She's like, you killed two friggin', uh, you know, soldiers, uh, officers. Uh, you know, like, yes, Andor, you kind of... You are to blame for all of this, buddy. Uh, and she's like, you should just leave. He's like, okay, you don't have to see my face anymore. You don't have to worry about old Andor. He has 12,000 credits. Uh, here you go. Um, I can, you know, and then I'm out of here. This should cover all my debt for all these people. All those guys you saw like in the first episode that we haven't seen since. Um, he's like, here's my bill. Here's paying my debt. Nothing, you know, you don't have to worry about me no more. I'm out of here. So when he goes to leave... He, um, he hears stormtroopers, so he goes hides around a, a a wall, and we get a little flashback of him with uh, his stepdad, the real Clem, and he. Um, oh yeah, so what is this? Oh, so it's the stormtroopers going through, and people are fighting the stormtroopers. Oh, I see. We, at first, it, it looks like we see him, an older him, but it actually is a younger version of him there with this guy, Clem, um, who, you know, the, people are screaming at the stormtroopers, free Ferrix, we love the Republic, and someone throwing rocks. And the guy, Clem's like, hey, man, calm down, calm down. You're making it worse. The stormtroopers turn around. They blame him. And we don't see what happens there, but we see whatever happens happens in front of uh, of Andor. And he thinks about that when he sees the uh, stormtroopers. So he gets back to Marva's place and she's like, look, I'm not going. Okay? I'm not going. Why? Because I'm old and there's something else. She's like, he's like, what? She says, the rebellion. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? She said, the rebellion. You know, people are trying to do things. And, and I feel like I could, she feels like she can help and aid in some way. By, and by leaving, she can't help at all. She's like, you know, I can't walk through that square. For years, I couldn't walk through that square without thinking of Clem, of him hanging there. And we got another little flashback of Clem, a, a younger Cassian, running at the stormtroopers. And you just kind of see this one little, little shot of just part of someone dangling and you realize, Oh my God, they killed his stepdad um, for 
because they thought he was the people in the rebellion. And she's like, you know, now, now that she knows about the, the, the rebellion happening and she heard about this, this, this robbery, uh, the, and he's like, it was just a robbery, even though he's the one who did it. He didn't tell her he was part of it. She's like, it's just a robbery. She's like, no, it wasn't. Uh, but now she can go through the square with her head held high because she knows there are like-minded people out there fighting for the cause. And she says, no, it wasn't just a robbery. It was an announcement. Oh, boom, there's the title right there, the announcement. That's where we see, okay, um, you know, she, the, the rebellion is out there and people are taking notice. She's like, look, you can't stay here anymore and I can't go. So you have to leave. I'm going to miss you. Uh, I love you. Uh, this wasn't your fault. You know what? And stop looking for your sister. Okay. There's nobody left there. The after what the empire did, uh, and it's not your fault. And he's he's looks at her like, sure, whatever. We cut back over to the empire group, the securities team, and they're they're giving reports. And the dude who. Um, I don't, I don't know his name, but he he's the stuffy young dude who's like kind of a prick. He calls out the woman saying she's doing inappropriate things. She's, um, she's using her, um, you know, uh, inappropriate resources to get reports. And he, the guy says, is that true? She said, yes, I use the um, emergency measures to get these reports and get these reports because I think with them I can do this, 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 and this, and we can gauge how, where the where these things are being stolen and the outposts they are going to different rebel areas. And he goes, oh, really? Well, actually, he finds that he's impressed by that. And he says, you know what? You're actually, uh, you, you can actually take over this thing. Is that, is that a problem to you? He says to the young guy, because obviously it's been, of a dist- it's been a distraction to you. So he calls out the dude for being a little tattletale and gives the woman credit for, for doing an unorthodox kind of route to... Um, to find the information that actually can be really helpful. He's like, walk with me. And while he's walking, he's like, very good job doing that. And then he says, watch your back. Because, you know, it is the empire. And people are going to, uh, um, you know, people have been known to uh, stab other people in the back. So all of a sudden, we leave there and we end on a, on a planet called Neomos. And it's like, what the heck is Neomos? Now, my first thought was um, the, was it, oh my God, was it the second movie? Was it, was it um, The Last Jedi where we went on the planet with the casino and the racing? It was, right? That's what made me, it made me think of that. But I don't know if that's the same place, but this was a very much a beachy resort place uh, and... I'm like, what are we doing here? And there's a lady, a young lady behind some, under some, some space blanket in a hotel, motels kind of thing. And there we see Cassie and Andor in the bathroom. He's like, oh, I'm just getting cleaned up. She's like, oh, can you, can you go out and get this and get that? Like, seems like they're having a nice little fling. But he has a little box hidden with some guns and some credits. And he goes, he doesn't want her to know about it. He takes some credits and he heads out for a nice walk. And he's by the beach where we see some cool, some weird people and some weird creatures. And just by happenstance, these people are running by. One guy kind of resembles his, like, with his hair. But um, he, they're getting chased down by what the, the, 
the closed caption called Shore Troopers. I said, yes, that is a cool name. They're not in space. They're not in a storm. They're on the shore. They're Shore Troopers. So all these people are just hanging out, enjoying the beach. These three dudes run by, and Andrew's just minding his own business. But they, uh, a Shore Trooper's like, hey, what are you doing? Where are you, you're, you're with them. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not with them. And he's like, why are you arguing? And we get our first look. The guy's like, don't play dumb. What are you doing? He's like, I'm just going to the store. He's like, back up. He starts questioning him, uh, which is kind of also uh, an interesting play on, on how you've seen some uh, real life in- incidents where people aren't doing something and they start getting questioning and they start wondering why they're getting questioning. And it gets the questioners upset and it gets the people upset and it, and it stirs things and things get stirred uh, because uh, um, of an inept um, uh, interrogator getting a little too uh, hot under his britches. And then this guy's like, you know what? Uh, we're going to investigate you more. Uh, so I forget if he gave him his name there or not. What's your name? He, gave, he has a new name. All of a sudden, we see these three dudes getting, the three guys who were running off, getting manhandled by a robot. And it's the exact same robot we saw working with the Rebellion in uh in Rogue One, and I thought, oh my God, this is when, this is our chance, this is when they meet for the first time. I don't think this is the same robot, because he goes, uh, you you make sure, you ha- you hang with him here, and I need to go check on him. And this robot does not have the voice of Alan Tudyk, and he's like, uh, he said to hang you, he always says, hang on to this one for me. And he says to hang on to you. They're, they're like really rough with the, with the, um, with the criminals, and so he's like, um, he, I must hang, on, hang you. So it's a KX unit, and he grabs him, holds his, holds his hand up against the wall, and just chokes him and holds him in place. Like, okay, um, I don't think Andor's coming home to that woman in the motel because the next thing we see is him uh, in a courthouse. And this is like, it's just very procedural where this woman's like eating nuts, and she's like, okay, next on the docket. Okay, next on the docket. And then they bring up uh, and, or Andor, whatever his name is. Um, no, he doesn't use the name Andor. Some guy gets, so the first guy gets uh, four months. And he's like, Keith Gergo? Keith Gergo? Now, Gergo, I don't know if that is a name that we hear in the future. But she's like, all right, come on up, Keith. He's like, uh, okay, I think there's been a misunderstanding. He's like, no, it says here civil disruption. Uh, anti-imperial speech. He's like, no, no, I didn't do that. Fleeing the scene, anti-imperial, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, attempted uh, damage. Blah 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 blah. He's like, you got yourself into enough trouble. He's like, I'm just a tourist. He goes, sure you are. Our apologies all around. No, anyway, this used to be a six-month sentence, but she goes, click click, six years. What? Six years? I'm sorry. What? This can't be happening. Like, take him away. Remember, they talked about the, the stiffer sentences for anything anti-imperial? Well, there it is. And he's sucked in. The next thing we see, the last thing we see in this episode is our boy Cyril working in his cubicle. We see one. We see him close up. We back up. We see him surrounded by, you know, a bunch of cubicles. Then it backs up some more to see a bunch of other cubicles. And then a bunch of other cubicles. And you realize this guy is just in this cubicle farm doing this, this, this menial labor. And he hates it. And he wants out. And he wants 
into the action. He wants to get those, those, those damn rebels. And that's where the episode ends. So you could see this episode starts with him going back home and then ends with him going to some other planet and then getting caught and then getting sentenced to six years. Six years! Now, there's no... Like, I don't know. I was going to say there's no chance that we, we, we say six years later and he gets out of prison. No, because there's too much going on with our current characters, with Stellan Skarsgård, with Mon Mothma, with Ciro. Um, so, and Val is looking for him. There's too much going on there. So I don't think we're going to have any sort of time jump. Uh, I think we're going to find him in prison. Maybe the next two episodes is him having to escape this planet and escape this prison. I don't know, but that was a fun episode. Um, it was just, it, it, a lot happened. A lot happened in just, uh, you know, one, one 50 minute moment. And, um, we got a little backstory, more stuff with Clem. We got sort of closure with, with Bix and with, uh, Marva, I think maybe, I don't know, but, um, Ooh, 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 what an ending. He's on his own. someone's hunting him or supposed to be hunting him down to kill him. Um, He's still wanted. And now under an assumed identity, he has been put in prison. Now, I wonder if when he goes to prison, will his face get scanned and be recognized and be picked up? And then that's when, you know, he needs to be brought to the emperor, you know, like a higher justice and he gets away or something. I don't know, but I can't wait to find out. Uh, Oh, I... I have to say I love that this show is put out on a weekly basis. I know some people are like, I want all these shows at once so I can watch them when I want. Well, you can. When all these shows are done, you can watch them all. But I love the fact that um, you get one episode. I'm not Now I'm just as caught up with everyone else in the Andor world. Whew, whew, so good, so good. Can't wait till next week. Um, but I wonder if... if this will, if he'll be in the prison for a couple episodes, if he'll get out. Ooh, it's just so much to, uh, to look forward to. But we have one more week to do it. And maybe, maybe in that week, I could, um, <laughs> I could do better at remembering who said what, the, the, who said the actual line, uh, an announcement. Because at one point I was like, wait, who said it? Was it Mon Mothma? No, it was Marva. No, it was neither. It was, uh, uh, is it Deirdre? Is it Marvo? The woman who works for the Empire. I just went back to get the clip. You heard at the beginning, like, this is, I'm complete, um, this, this happened after I'm recording this episode. This is extra right now. You're getting bonus. I went back to get the sound clip um, of Marva and Andor having their conversation. And I was like, this is when she says it. Wait. She didn't say, who the hell said it? So then I scanned through and I said, oh my God, it was way off. It was when the woman from the Empire, uh, the the Admiral, Captain, uh, Officer, Data Analyst, whatever you call her, uh, Lieutenant, she was talking to kind of her second in command, her assistant. And that's, she said, an announcement. Um, my God. This is why you come here, folks. Really good analytical Podcast, Star Wars, yay. Words, wonderful. Okay, back to me saying adios. So listen, everybody. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. 
The Facebook page is Fans Not Experts. The website is fansnotexperts.com slash Mandalorian. Or you can just go fansnotexperts.com slash Star Wars to see uh, just about every Star Wars post I've ever done. Uh, because there were old ones. I don't know if I ever did podcasts. I did some podcasts on Star Wars. There's some old blog posts on Star Wars. Um, or I wasn't too kind to the prequels. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I need to. Every time I watch them, I go, but then there's things I like in them. Um, the best prequel of all is Rogue One, no doubt. And we're in a prequel of that prequel. And a thing I like to call Andor. I don't like to call it that, but you know what I like to call it that? Because that's the name. So that's it, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, and until next week, may the force be with you. Let's go! Let's go! Fans not experts.